It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Very special guest today. Extremely special guest today, Jake Crane, host of the J-Boy Show. How are you, buddy? Zach, I'm doing great, man. Had a great show with you on. Uh, They got rave reviews. Yes. I'm talking like tomorrow war reviews. Uh, last week and excited to hop on and hey, what a time they wanted the momentum. They got it. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording this like just minutes after Auburn got some really, really big news Wednesday evening and you and I were talking before we uh, clicked record, but Micah Riley Ducker, uh, the, the, some places have him as a three-star tight end, Jake. Some people have him as a four-star. I, I see you tweeted out giving him that four-star. So, uh, you're really high on this kid. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you know, whatever service you want to use. And right now for the video, for some reason, it's fogged up. I don't know what, you know, spirit is, is That's over okay. the camera right That's now. Okay. But, uh, no, uh, you know, here's the thing. And, and I put out an instant analysis video. This is something a lot of people thought Iowa early. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is such a great job by Brian Harson and staff. I mean, being able to go and look at I coached at Iowa Western Junior College. Uh, for two years and was out in Council Bluffs, actually really close to Bellevue, Nebraska. And these kids are really tough. Uh, he's a four-star kid. I mean, you look at his frame, 6'4", 230, uh, has got room to grow. Jeff Pittman's going to put some weight on him. But the, the thing about this kid, there's a few things that stand out. Number one is he is a willing blocker. Mm-hmm. And in today's football world, outside of offensive linemen, to find a tight end that not only wants to block, but if you turn on his tape, he wants to finish you. Not only does he want to finish you, he wants to physically embarrass you in front of everybody you love and all your friends. <laughs> and that's how you win football games. You get those type of people. But Zach, he can also play in line, which means he can go on the end of line of scrimmage and put his hand down. He can get in the hip, probably help you in split zone a little bit, which helps the slip. Something Gus Malzahn ran a ton with J.J. Pegues. But you can also flex him out. You can put him in the slot. You can put him out wide. He's a little raw as a route runner. He'll get better as he gets coached up. But this is a big-time prospect from a place that is known to push out tight ends. Right. And listen, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about Brian Harson and recruiting this and recruiting that. It takes some time. Now they've got some momentum. 
Now watch what happens. We talked about this on the podcast earlier in the week, specifically with him. I mean, if you're a tight end and Iowa wants you, that's a pretty good sign. I thought he was going to go to Iowa <laughs> until, uh, you know, Wednesday morning, a bunch of crystal balls, uh, you know, jumped out and, and you put out a tweet predicting it as well. I thought he was going to go to Iowa just because if I was a tight end and Iowa came calling, it'd be really hard to turn that down. Yeah, and, you know, you look at the draft, I mean, from Noah Fant, I mean, go down the list, Iowa. Hawkinson, yeah, I mean, they've got a ton of dudes. Yeah, they they, they really do. And and if you look at the Big Ten, you know, the way Iowa runs their offense and what Kirk Ferentz wants to do, the tight end's a big part. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of it is due to the recruiting efforts of of Auburn. I'll I'll give them credit there first. And I do think the tight end room's a little jammed at Iowa. But listen, that doesn't take anything away from Auburn recruiting nationally, uh, something that they caught some flack for early, uh, you know, and, and going out to Nebraska to get a tight end is something that, you know, at the end of the day, I think is going to pay dividends for them. And, you know, the person I think this may help the most Who's that? And, and people may be a little surprised is Landon King, a guy that's currently on Auburn's roster. Sure. Now he doesn't have to worry about gaining 30, 40 pounds and going to play in line. He can be a true flex guy. Because the football is a game of matchups. I mean, you look at Ohio State versus Bama last year. Really, the only way they scored was by getting the Ruckert kid, whether they were running cover two or a quarter, slipping him behind the linebackers. He was physical enough to beat the reroute and also talented enough to be able to catch the ball and high point the ball and score touchdowns. And in this offense that I think is going to be a lot more under center than what people think, the play action game to the tight end is going to be massive, especially in the red zone, Zach. It's interesting you bring up Landon King because he he tweeted at him, you know, just uh, just before uh, I I called you. He knows. Yeah, I I guess so. So that's interesting. Yeah, I was wondering kind of, you know, what that tie was other than just, you know, tight ends being boys and, and, you know, all of that. But, yeah, that's an interesting aspect of it. For sure. So, I mean, you, you mentioned Iowa's room being full. Auburn's tight end room is pretty full, too. Yeah, it is. No, it, it is. And again, I, I don't want to I don't want this to come off as the reason he came to Auburn was because Iowa's tight end room. was Sure. Full. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. You're not saying yeah. that at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, th- there's always factors that go into it, but they obviously made him a priority mm-hmm. uh, and made him a I mean, again. You know, this kid went on official visits. I I mean, this kid was able to see it. And Iowa, there's a lot of pull, especially with as down as Nebraska's been, to go to Iowa right now. Uh, Because outside of Ohio State, they're a team that competes in the Big Ten, you know, for a championship and have won some big games. And it's a great environment up there. But this shows you that Brian Harson and his staff are not afraid to go anywhere at any time against anyone. And it's a big it's a big momentum get uh, because there's a few more coming down the pipe they've been saving, and I think they want to put it all together. Who who are some of those names you think if uh, if folks should kind of look into some high school kids, maybe find some tape just to kind of study up on? Who are some names? Yeah, so right now I think Auburn sits in a in a very good spot with Curtis Perry. Uh, he from Montgomery needs to yeah. get his GPA up a little bit. I'm sure he will. Darius Clemens right now from Portland, Oregon. Auburn, in my opinion, leads. But it's going to be really hard to hold on to that. Uh, but listen, I'll, I'll tell you this. I think right now Auburn has three, maybe four offensive linemen that are at Auburn High School right now, just yeah. not in the 2022 class. I think Eston Harris is a guy mm-hmm. uh, that may pull the trigger soon that they feel good on. I think Drew Bobo is a guy that's going to end up playing for his dad at Auburn. The best lineman on that team is a 23 kid that transferred in from Oxford. He may be a top 10 lineman in the country. Uh, but also, you know, I think Demetrius Robertson, 
uh, the wide receiver transfer from Georgia. I know you mentioned high school kids, but I think he's in the boat. Right. And I think he's going to be eligible, which is going to be huge. Uh, and also, you know, when, when you look around the landscape and you look at guys that are really in on it, I don't count them out for Tyree West. Uh, and, and I think you're going to get some movement uh, from a couple guys. They passed on Emory Floyd. Everybody that was freaking out about Emory Floyd, they ended up passing on him, uh, which at the end of the day is part of the deal. But there's a few guys to keep your eye on right now. Caden Story is another four-star, I think, that's, that's going to end name. up at Auburn yep. as well within the month. Right. Right, absolutely. Jake Crane, our guest. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. NBA finals are happening. Uh, get in on the action by visiting our friends at betonline.ag. And you can get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. L O C K E D O N. LOCKEDON is your promo code for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Jake, also, uh, I mean, some crazy momentum happening for the Auburn Tigers on the recruiting front. Alex McPherson, I have not been able to record a show yet since he announced his decision to come to Auburn. I think that is uh, that is very exciting. It seemed like Auburn was a favorite all along, lifelong Auburn fan. I think he's got some family ties to Auburn as well. But anytime you get the number one player in the country at any position, that is exciting. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, Auburn fans have grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle in regards to being able to rely <laughs> on a good kicker. It seems like that trend's yeah. going to continue, man. Yeah, you know, the Carlsons decided to stop having kids. What's up uh, with that? Know, at, at some point. No, I, I listen, I thought we were going to have like a long string of you know, but again, you had two of them. It's kind of like the Colquist from a pun standpoint. Listen, Auburn fans have been spoiled in the kicking game. Really, yes, they have. And right. they're going to continue to be spoiled. And look, uh, at the end of the day, uh, three points is huge nowadays. But even more than that, I think he's a guy that has has the leg to kick touchbacks. I had a monologue this week on the show that nothing drives me crazier. And you can go back to Auburn, Florida State, and I hate to bring it up, in 2013. Why would you, you do that? kick the ball <laughs> – if you can kick the ball out of the end zone, Zach, kick it out of the end zone. Yep. And this gives you a guy that can do that. There's never been a touchdown return on a touchback. It's a big get for Auburn, and it's a big sigh of relief uh, when you're able to sign a guy you know that that's, ta- that's that talented. And his brother, who kicked at Florida, is one of the most decorated SEC kickers of all time. So, again, it's a big pickup for all. Yeah, with uh, with the Bengals now, his older brother, if I if I recall yeah. that correctly. So, yeah, I, I think this is a guy that is going to be able to be rel- – well, he's going to be able to sit behind Anders for one year. Is that right? It's mm-hmm. one year and then yep, – Get then, that red shirt in, baby, then give us four good ones. Which is what which is what Anders did, right? He, he was behind That's his exactly brother for right. a year and uh, red shirt, and then he's just hit the ground running. Arguably a better start than what his brother had. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, as far as his coaching staff goes and transitioning from kicking style to kicking style, do you think there's any kind of issue there or Auburn fans set at kicker for a while? 
No, I mean, listen, kickers get graded on a couple things. Putting the ball through the uprights and being able to bang the ball through the back, this kid can do both. And I think the uh, the tradition of the Legatron will continue yes. in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Right. What do you think of other commits, specifically Holden Garner tweeting at folks that commit? I mean, I you know, there's always one. I love it when it's the quarterback. You put extra stock in that, right? Oh yeah, I mean you listen. Uh, uh, your best recruiters are the kids that are already committed, and that's what momentum does. Right. And let me tell you something about Holden Garner. You know, number one, he's a guy that committed early, so he believes. I think he's going to be a really good fit in this offense. Yep. But this kid has a cannon. I mean, he legitimately has an elite level arm. Uh, but what I like about him most is number one, he's bought in already. Right. And number two, number two. He has the ability when I watch him and I watch his tape to not only make big throws from the pocket, but he can make throws rolling left. He can make throws rolling right. And while he's not Lamar Jackson and there's not a lot of people that are, I really like what he can do in the sprint out game and when he has to go off platform. But from a recruiting standpoint, you always want to take a quarterback in every class. You want that quarterback to be a big-time recruiter in that class, and Holden Garner has done it from the jump, and I think he has a chance to have a really good Auburn career. But yeah. he knows as well as, as everybody, you know, being a quarterback's great. you got to have weapons around you. Yeah, no, there's there's no doubt about it. And he got one of those uh, Wednesday evening, which is exciting. Yeah, I mean, looking at Garner's stuff, I mean, he, he's got a cannon, like you said, but his touch, I mean, his placement's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, again, you know, you, there's a few factors that you have to check off. A lot of guys can throw the fastball. Yeah. You hear that all the time. There's a lot of guys running around that can throw the fastball. Can you throw the slip screen? Can you drop it in the bucket on the fade? Can you throw the corner to the field and drop it in? Do you have the touch to throw the slant without breaking his hands or be able to throw the hitch in a place where he can turn up field or reverse out depending where the defender is and get extra yardage? I think Holden Garrett understands that. But, you know, outside of the throwing ability and the leadership ability, he is poised in the pocket. Yeah. And he feels comfortable in the pocket. And a lot of it has to do with the offensive line and this, that, and the other. But you always, when you're watching quarterback tape, and, and everybody that's listening to this, like, whenever you're watching a huddle on a kid, that whether Auburn's recruiting, Alabama's recruiting, it doesn't matter. Is he willing to stand in there and take one in the teeth while delivering a throw? Yeah. And multiple times on Holden Garner's film, he's holding in there taking it in the teeth and letting the ball go. And that's what, when you go to film the next day and you turn it on those offensive linemen and those running backs and those wide receivers and those tight ends and those defensive guys say, you know what? I'll go to war with this guy any day. He'll stay in and take one off the face to be able to get the ball where it's supposed to go. And that's leadership. The conversation around, and and I'm sure you've had it a ton. I've had it a ton. The conversation about who the quarterback will be after Bo Nix is a fascinating one to have. Because I think you can make the argument for all three guys. I think you can make the argument for Finley transferring in. Clearly, Harson liked him. Clearly, they had a good conversation, and Harson made an impressive sales pitch to him. D. Davis has a lot of raw talent. I think he's going to slowly pull it all together. Will he have enough time? That's going to be interesting. Does he even fit the offense? That's another conversation, too. And then, uh, then obviously, Holden Garner, who's clearly bought into what Harson's done and what Auburn is doing. You can make an argument for all three. Yeah, and look, it's a, you know it's a good spot to be in, and I'm big on T.J. Finley. 
And you know, from too. the talks I've had with people with, with people inside the building, he's a student of the game. Uh, he understands what it takes. He's played as a true freshman, had some ups and downs, which you expect from a true freshman. But I'm telling you, Zach, you know, my spotty senses are tingling on this Demetrius Davis kid. Okay. And, you know, and again, we say, you know, is he a great fit for the offense? You fit the offense around great players if you got him. Sure. And when I watched Demetrius, number one, he played at a school in North Shore where it's competitive as hell in that league. Nothing is given to you. And he did nothing but white kids for four years, kids that were five stars and that were ranked a whole lot better than him. He just kept Defensive winning. guys. Yeah, he, he's a winner. But when I, you know, and the biggest thing when I watched him was he needed to get into a throwing program to kind of, you know, fulfill his arm slot a little bit better, uh, be able to, you know, uh, make his release a little quicker. And I watched him in the spring game. And number one, that kid belongs on the field. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid. There was, a, there was a play that broke down that he would have taken off and he'd have probably scored. I think the kid's a right-handed Nick Marshall. I, I really believe that with a chance to be a better passer. And people will go back. Just remember, you know, Zach, two or two, three years down the road, I want you to go back to this play during A Day where he dropped back in the pocket. I think he was under center off play action, went through his progressions and hit Malcolm Johnson on a vertical ball and put it in the perfect spot yeah. in form that if you watch is totally different than what he did in high school. I really think that ki- he reminds me, you know, I say Nick Marshall, but he's got some De'Aaron King in him. When, when you watch him, that, yeah. that's a good company. Yeah. I, I'm and really high on him. I, I actually rewatched a day specifically to watch his reps yesterday, actually. And a lot of his stuff was just one read you throw to it or he, mm-hmm. he or he saw it, it was covered and he put it down and ran. Yep. Is that his decision that he's going one read and then tuck it? Or do you think yeah. that is a Mike Bobo thing? No. So what you do with young kids, because again, I mean, he's fresh out of high school. Yeah. Like, this is the first time the kids played in a, you know, and you could call it a legit game in Jordan Harris stadium. They kept it really simple for him, which they should have yeah. to make him comfortable to make sure he could get to where he has to go. Uh, but I think as he grows, as he red shirts this year, which he should, uh, you're going to see him have a full handle of the offense because a lot of it, Zach, <coughs> excuse me, is going on the road games as a red shirt, seeing how the guys prepare, seeing how a quarterback in Bo Nix that has played in the league for two years going in three prepares, how he handles himself on the road, how he handles himself during the week, not going out and partying, deciding to stay in there, work on your playbook, watch film. You know, so at the end of the day, uh, I really think this kid has a chance to be special and I would not write him off because he has running ability. I think it only adds to the 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 weapon arsenal that mm-hmm. you're able to deploy because the hardest thing as a defensive coach is to have to account for the quarterback's legs. That's why Max Johnson is going to beat out Miles Brennan at LSU. Jake Crane, host of the J-Boy Show, our guest today. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. They have a new flavor out, Built Grasshopper Cookie. It is a limited time flavor mm. available just this week. Jake, do you like uh, do you like a little chocolate and minty action? Yeah, I'm just wondering, is there any grasshopper in it? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's made with actual grasshopper. Um, okay. Well, but, I just yeah, just wanted to make sure. But no, chocolate and mint. Sign me up, man. Yeah. yeah no, it's it's like uh, it's their uh, it's their take on a thin mint cookie. So if that's um, oh well, yeah, then sign me up. That's what I'll I'm saying. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, every day. But sign Jake, me up right Jake, now. here's the thing. It doesn't have the sugar. It's 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, just five grams of sugar. I know it sounds too good to be true. I don't know how they make these bars, but they're delicious. So yeah, go. what 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 Keebler tree did they find that in? I don't know. I don't know. They got really lucky though. Whatever it is, go to built.com. Use promo code locked fifteen l o c k e d one five locked fifteen. You'll get fifteen percent off your order. Use promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off at built.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait, find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Jake, give us the latest. What's going on? What's going on on the J boy show these days? Oh man, yeah, you know how we're doing it. We actually uh, just had Ryan Leaf on. I saw that, uh, and man, he had yeah, he had a great segment on Bo Nix being able to transition from shotgun to under center, what that entails, and actually, he he tried to get Brian Hartson hired at Washington State when Mike Leach left. So there's a connection there as well. Interesting. And you know, we talk about overcoming adversity, and then you know, looking at the SEC, we got Trey Wingo coming on. Uh, tomorrow or today, depending on when you put that out. Sure. Uh, he's talking about this SEC. He's pretty high on the Brian Harson hire as well. Uh, and yeah, man, we got Jarquez Hunter coming on. Uh, a couple other guys as well. You know, we uh, were at the J Boy Show on Twitter, Instagram, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube as well. And we're covering the SEC and Auburn like a blanket, man. Yeah, no, you guys do a fantastic job over there. There's no question about it. What do you think has been the biggest storyline this off uh, this off season is there is there have been something that you've just mm. been really interested in covering I mean a lot of people talking about yeah. you know expectations for Bo Nix a lot of people talking about the offensive line the running back situation does Auburn have enough scholarship running backs to compete next year what do you think has been the most interesting offseason topics so far well, I got two of them for you, Zach. Number okay. one is the defense and and how they've handled the portal, which I think Auburn's defense is going to be really stout. It's deep, uh, man. I love the Nick. Yeah, it, it really is. It's like the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> uh, but then looking, you know, when I look at Auburn offensively, uh, just from what I've heard from talking to people, you know, that know, Javarius Johnson is really good, man. Yes. Like really, really, really good. They kind of hit him. Uh, hid him during the A-Day game a little bit. I mean, I, I've talked to guys that talk about it in space. This guy looks like Waddle. Uh, he's a guy that's been kind of under the radar, but I expect him to have a, a really breakout season. And then, you know, uh, looking at is it, is it all from the slot back, with him, or is it is he over all yeah, over the field? Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a slot guy mainly, but you can give him the jet sweep. He's gonna be big in the screen game. But he's a guy they think when you give him the ball in open spaces, it has a legitimate chance to hit the home run a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you bring in a guy like Demetrius Robertson from Georgia that can spell him in the slot on the other side, especially when you go 10 personnel and go doubles and stuff like that, it creates a lot of problems for defenses, especially weak side safeties. So I'm really interested to see that. Do you think there's going to be a guy in the receiving room that's just left out, like a Capers or a Canyon or, or somebody like that? Well, I'm I'm really high on Elijah. 
You know, I, I think I am, Elijah yeah. has a chance like to be really special. I mean, he treated that kid from Northwestern like his son. Uh, you know, I'm waiting for him to get child support payments, you know, probably here soon since we're, you know, coming up on a year. But, right. um, you know, I think it's going to be by committee. Uh, I don't know, you know, from a left out standpoint, when I look at it, I mean, Shedrick Jackson, you know, th- this guy's got to come on. You got to come on, man. You I don't know, think I don't think folks are expecting him to really be a key part of this offense, at least on the you field. Know, though you know, you look at you look at older guys, you look at veteran guys, and if you want to talk about being left out, you know, you look at a guy like Elijah Canyon that has a ton of talent as a young guy, Capers that has a ton of talent as a young guy. Um, you know, looking at uh, Kobe Hudson in the slot, I think has a chance to be really good. So natural you know, wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. And a guy that I think you put in the Wildcat and be a problem in the red zone. Sure. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, no, and you know, another sidebar, and I, I don't mean to change on you here, Zach. Go ahead. JJ put JJ Pegues on that D line, man. I just You're buying it? Once it co- do you, you buy it early? Or that's do you, the thing. Do you buy it like a year I, from I, now? I buy it. I buy it. I don't buy it in 2021. I buy it, I buy it about halfway through. I think he's going to make a big play in the Georgia game. I think he's going to make a big play in the Georgia game. I, I okay. just I get a, a weird feeling about that. Uh, he's that kid's feet are so good. You think he, he gets? You, know, you think he gets relevant reps in the Georgia game? I think he'll have it. Look, I think they're going to package a lot of it. Okay, I think that's what you're going to get from Derek Mason. Um, and listen, you know, there's some talented guys up front. I think Tony Fair was a huge ad, especially for the three down package when they want to do stuff there. He, he's my favorite addition just, of the off season. Tony Fair. Favorite yeah, one. I, lo- I love, I, I love Tony. He's a great guy too. But you know, when you look at JJ, his, his ceiling, if it, all the kids, I'm telling you right now, he's the type kid where don't let him get a sack early. If he gets a sack earlier, he makes a play early. He may just freak out for the rest of the game in a good way. He's got that type of ability. So, you know, I want to see him get some confidence and see where he goes from there. Okay, fair enough. Jake, where can people find you uh, every single day? Man, they can find us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's the J-Boy Show. We're at the J-Boy Show. Uh, T-H-E-J-B-O-Y-S-H-O-W. We have Micah Riley Ducker coming on, who just committed to Auburn uh, as well here shortly, uh, as well as a member of Auburn's coaching staff. You may be interested in. We're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as well. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to start doing live shows as well. Uh, and listen, we don't talk politics. We just talk ball. And every now and then we have the great Zach Blackerby on. So why would you not tune in? Yeah, we need to do it more. We need to do the home and home a little we, bit we, more. We, we're going to talk. We're going to yeah, talk, dog. Perfect. Perfect. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby Show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be a Ferg Friday right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.